fighting the heavy eyes this week. <sighs> that movie is going to be Shazam Fury of the Gods. <laughs> I saw Shazam this past weekend. Um, before we dive into that, I should probably, you know, introduce this. Uh, it is heavy eyes where we no longer fight through sleep to watch these different, you know, movies, TV shows, whatnot, whatnot. But as always, it's your boy, uh, the newly named Leo 30, AKA Leo Archibald. And as always, I'm here with Kayanya Pennysworth, Taylor, Joy Van Zant, Oop, Johnson, Joy Van Zant. <laughs> I don't even care. That, that hunger setting in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't even know my name. Well, the movie we were, like I said, fighting the heavy eyes this time around was Shazam Fury of the Gods. Like I mentioned, I saw the flick. Did, did you see the flick? Nope. It don't matter because we still about to talk about it like we both seen it. It had a, a budget of 110 to $125 million, and it made what? 30? 31? That's pathetic. Some little thirties. Um, I, be- I believe worldwide it did about sixty-four. Yep, about sixty-four, sixty-five million, which is much much less than the first one. So just off the numbers alone, you're probably thinking this movie's worse than the first Shazam. Off the Rotten Tomato score alone, you're probably thinking this movie's worse. The critic score is pretty high, so yeah. you, you never know what to tell when uh, the critics and the audience are very very split on how they felt about the movie. So. Going into the movie, I just want you to you know quickly share what you were thinking or how you're how you're approaching this movie when you go see it because you haven't seen it yet. So just based off of everything that you know, marketing, what we know about Shazam, where it falls in the whole DC pecking order, and all this nonsense. I'm not really a big fan of Zachary Levi. I don't like the way I didn't like the way he portrayed the character in the first one. Why am I cutting out? I didn't like the way he portrayed the character in the first one. Uh, and from this trailer, it, this is one of the more annoying tra- trailers <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, I don't like the tone. Uh, he's too silly. He's way more sillier than his teenage counterpart. Um, I The first one, of course, I seen some of on a plane. And then I seen the rest of. At my grandparents' house during a family get together while everybody was talking, and you probably didn't even go. Hey, can y'all keep it down, or can y'all put the uh, the, the 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 subtitles? I think I was on? playing on my phone at the same time, so. <laughs> so this has never been something I'm really interested in. Then we add the fact of DC's track record and all that onto it. The fact that he has to wear a muscle suit instead of just actually being that big. John Cena could have played that role and have been perfect. So going into it, not and by the way that I haven't seen it yet, that should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> well, I felt the same way going into it. I was not a fan of Shazam. I didn't agree with everybody you know, hooting and hollering about how good it was. <laughs> if I'm not even mistaken, that day that I went to see it, I was feeling good because I just quit a job I didn't want no more without having another job yet. <laughs> I had I had I had a good feeling about another job and I ain't have no employment and so I was just like, you know what? Sent that quick email, boom, 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 not showing up tomorrow, went and watched Shazam. So I was, <laughs> I was doing good. But uh so yeah, just going into this one, I had just no care. Uh the only care that I have is just because I like movies and I like to pay attention to comic book movies, especially of big properties. But I and I love to see love to see what DC's doing so I can watch them fail. 
Um, I'm not a big Zachary Levi fan either. No offense to him. I just ain't stumbled across something that I'm like, you know, makes me a fan. I did not watch Chuck. Is that what the show was? He did Chuck. He was on Heroes something. Didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I didn't go didn't go out and see that Kurt Warner movie. Nope. Uh, I don't be messing with his type of stuff. So there's nothing with him. I just don't care. And this the first one didn't sell me on him, didn't sell me on the character. Black then we saw Black Adam. It didn't make me want to double back in the lineage. I was I was good. So coming to this movie, my expectations were so low. No Han. Let that pass by. All right. So, like, like I bus. said, my thought, like <laughs> my, my expectations were very low to the ground, touching dirt down there below the dirt with the worms and whatnot. Then I go into the movie. I watch the movie. I come out of the movie, and I can't lie. The movie was not bad. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, like Zachary Levi, and again, this or not again, this is about to be spoiler-filled, so you've been warned. But going into the movie, all right, so in the movie, like Zachary Levi, like like you were saying when you were, you know, leading up to whenever you get to it, the way he acts as Shazam, or how Shazam acts, even though he's technically Billy, Billy Batson, Baston, whatever his last name is, they don't go together. They do not <laughs> act like the same person. And in this movie, it's really annoying because when you see his, uh, you know, his little, his his little family, his other little Shazams. Now that we get more time with them in their superhero form, you get to see them actually try to act like their kid counterpart, like Megan Good. She is the youngest one, I believe, of the group. And when she's her superhero character and you know the Megan Good form, she still acts like a child. She's still very childish. She says she just has a childish spirit. She says childish things. The the oldest one, the daughter who's above eighteen, whatever. The one who's the only one playing her superhero. Yeah, playing both. Playing both because they recast or they just got rid of the other one. I guess. Yeah, they say boom, boom, boom. But I guess it makes sense because in this movie she's eighteen. So yeah, you're, you're an adult now. Why do you need to look like a different adult when you turn into this person? But yeah, they don't explain that in the movie. <laughs> so I guess that could be something else. But her character acts the same both times. Uh, the guy from Thirteen Reasons Why and Riverdale is what I know him from. He his character acts the same throughout. The guy from the it movies who plays the clo- the best friend in the first one with the you know the the, the handicap stick <laughs> the walkies <laughs> he's in this one of, of course one of the main characters again his character kind of acts the same as his superhero counterpart who is one of those people from one of them shows from back in the day that I'm blanking on <laughs> very descriptive thing that I just gave <laughs> but all them characters seem to act the same except for Zachary Levi as Shazam which Man, I don't like that. Just makes no sense. So some of the times, like he's actually funny, so you get lost in you know that entertainment aspect of the movie. But then you're you quickly realize like you're just why are you doing it like this? Because <laughs> Billy, when he's in the movie, he's a lot serious in this movie, and less jokes and whatnot. So it really stands out. So that was annoying annoying aspect of the movie. The action scenes are nothing to write home about, especially the end. Uh, the villains are nothing to write home about, but they did a decent job. Lucy Liu. Helen Mirren, um, and old girl from 
West Side Story. Rachel Ziegler or whatever. Right. So, spoiler alert, she is related to those villains. That's <laughs> her, the big reveal for her. Uh, they're like gods. They're all sisters, clearly different ages. But yeah. <laughs> but, they're, but they're all about a bajillion years old. They want to come back uh, to the world to restore what was destroyed from their world. From, you know, uh, basically Shazam, he has the powers of their people. So they're coming back. They're coming back to get those powers, create, bring their world to Earth, grow that world on Earth. Typical storyline that you've seen in many movies. But since the the expectations for this movie were so low, you actually enter, you're entertained by some of it. Like you don't take too much of it serious. You don't try to hone in on the flaws so much that it kind of takes away from the movie. Now rewatching Power, I'm pretty sure it's going to affect it tremendously. <laughs> but just on the first watch, it's it's, it's not bad. Uh, Dane did Dane did did Demon Hansu. Uh, I never pronounced his name correctly. No disrespect. Uh, he was entertaining in the movie. He had a bigger role, I would say, in this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just again. I bet you the way I'm describing it, it probably don't sound good. But it's, like I said, it's just really the expectations being so low, and you're able to laugh. You're able to just like you know, you're able to enjoy some parts of the movie. That if you if I thought too much about it, yeah, I'm gonna find reasons to really not like it. But <laughs> if you just go into it low expectations, laugh a little bit, you, you you've definitely spent worse two hours and ten minutes of your life. Yeah, it's those ten minutes extra <laughs> because of the post credit scenes that you have to stay around for <laughs> are what annoy me. So I'm gonna dive. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil those as well for everybody out there. The first one, James Gunn wife appears again. Uh, and then e uh. economics, economos, whatever his name was in Peacemaker and Suicide Squad, big dude with the glasses. He comes. Clearly, you know what they're about to do. They're about to go recruit Shazam. So they come out. Shazam is being goofy, using his power. Recruit him for what? <laughs> this is what I don't get. <laughs> So they come over to him. He's shooting his little powers. They go, hey, we've been watching you. He's making jokes. Uh, well, we want to recruit you. He's making jokes. Uh, we want to bring you to justice. He cuts them off and says, Justice League, I'm down. And they go, no. And he goes, so not the one with Wonder Woman. They go, no. Justice Society, a.k.a. The team Black Adam was fighting. Yes. And the Hawks. Oh, I call him the Hawks. Hawkman. <laughs> the guy with the helmet who made stuff. Dr. Fate. Uh, Tall Adam Man, Smasher. And, and Spinny Girl. Pixie. Because I can't I think of everybody else's name. Her name was Cyclone? Yeah, Cyclone. That is the crew that they are referring to. Because if you remember in Black Adam, things, you know, they tried to get Black Adam to join. He said, nah. And that's when they brought Superman because for some reason, even though he's not with them, but Amanda Waller's running that crew like they was in cahoots. I don't know. So Amanda Waller just does. She got bad guys, good guys, she just several sure. different teams. They're just they're just trying different things out with her because they know they want her to be in this new DC universe. <laughs> so they're just trying to see who, where she fits best. Uh, so, yeah, they ask Shazam if he wants to join. He thinks he reluctantly joins, not reluctantly, but he accidentally joins the Justice Society thinking it's the Justice League. They tell him that's not it. 
Uh, so then he starts making more jokes as they walk away. Like, why can't we come up with a better name that kind of separates it from the Justice League? He even says, ooh, the Avengers. Like, that's kind of <laughs> cool. I knew. I felt that coming from a mile away. Uh, you want you want to hear something else that they did in the movie that I was very surprised at? <laughs> I mean, you could probably guess it, but I'm just surprised that they did it. Is when in in the movie Shazam is trying to keep making the joke. I need a cool superhero name. So then at the end, when he's like a around Captain bunch, Marvel, <laughs> yep, <laughs> he's around like the pe- yeah. the citizens of Philadelphia. Yeah. And there he's asking, he's shouting out names, and they say one some names, and somebody says they call him Captain Marvel, and we just breeze over it. <laughs> I don't care if that was his name in the comic book. He is Shazam now. Yeah, we have a Captain Marvel. <laughs> and it is a woman, and it is nothing related to this. And it's a woman that's possibly causing trouble on set. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm, I don't think so, but they've also saying that uh, Jamie Foxx is causing trouble on the set of his new movie. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on in the... <laughs> Dang, Jamie, what you doing over there? And that's, uh, what's her name? Cameron Diaz's return to acting. Uh, She's in that movie. <laughs> And he, he got her on that movie, too, and now they causing ruckus? On, <laughs> She's Jay. like, I could just stay at home. Yeah, she's about to quit acting again. She's like, I didn't come back for all this. <laughs> but uh, So, yeah, they do that nonsense in the first um, the first post-credit trailer. Now, the second one, this is where it makes you mad. <laughs> because as we talked about on a, a previous episode, I believe, or one of the times we was talking about Shazam, we talked about the first Shazam had a post-credit trailer that they openly said will not be referenced mm-hmm. going forward with the Mr. Mine and uh, whoever Mark Strong played. Is it Mark Strong or is it something else? Nah, I think it's Mark Strong. There's, yeah. a, there's a Jeremy Strong I'm thinking of. But that's somebody else. But yeah, Mark Strong played two DC villains <laughs> thus far. Yeah, and another villain in a much better comic book adapted movie. Oh, yeah. But... He returns, or they both return in the second post-credit scene. He's still in jail, got beard. Mr. Mind comes back okay, and says, hey, you still down to do the plan? (laughs) (laughs) That's whack. That's sad and that's pathetic. And Mr. Strong goes, man, I've been waiting for you for the last couple years. Like, what's going on? And so (laughs) this is where the insider, I guess, like, the I don't know breaking fourth wall joke or whatever comes into play, but Mr. Mind goes, "Well, have you looked at me? Like I don't move around fast, so it takes time for me to do things." And so they go, "Okay, <sighs> we're ready to do whatever we're about to do." And then Mr. Mind goes, "Wait, hold on, I gotta do something else real quick. I'll be back," and proceeds to leave. And so they're making the joke of, "Yeah, uh, we teased that something was going to happen. It didn't happen." Now we're teasing you again that something's going to happen, but it's going to take a little bit of time again. Yeah, well, moving right along. <laughs> so then credits are, the credits are done, so lights come on. And I'm just like, y'all made me wait an extra seven to ten minutes for y'all to tease, not just once, twice, some future storylines that I will never see come into play nor oh. want to come into play nor care about coming into play why did i tease that justice society thing was there going to be a movie with hawkman shazam and blah blah blah, blah. It, it was never on the pipeline <laughs> that's what that's my issue with this director is he's, he's getting on my bad side now he, he's just he does things with no maybe that's the issue with the studio they ain't got no leader to be like 
that don't go with this, that don't go with just doing anything. Let's uh, let's humor him and let's say Black Adam succeeded, Shazam su- succeeded, and this was the post credit scene that they were always going to do. Mind you, now at the end of Black Adam, man is the man is still himself. Superman show back up, so they're teasing something with that. But here with this uh, Shazam and the Justice Society, we're clearly teasing that they're going to use him to battle Black Adam, which is what they were teasing before Shazam even came out. Ooh, Black Adam is going to battle Shazam. They're going to be in the same movie. Then Dwayne Johnson comes in and says, no. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't want that same movie thing. Maybe down the line. So then we tease that. And then he gets deeper into the role. He's like, I have no interest in ever battling Shazam, even though we're the same character pretty much. That makes no sense. (laughs) Rock, 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 rock. I'm sure if it may have been like an actor he more respected, it wouldn't yeah. have been issue, but because like, no, I can't start a movie with Zach Levi. <laughs> that wouldn't even. It would still be Dwayne Johnson and Black Adam versus, versus Shazam. Yeah, <laughs> and then Zachary Levi way there at the bottom with the other people. Well, okay, so in this, let's say you know we move forward. Shazam is in Justice Society. He teams up with Hawkboy and uh, whoever puts on that helmet for. Uh, Mr. Fate, whatever his name is, and then we got Tall Man and Cyclone Girl. What's that? What's what's that next uh, next situation looking like? Is it going to be Shazam three where they're tackling this? Are they doing a Black Adam two where we see Shazam? Or is this a Justice Society movie that we're now seeing with Zachary Levi, your boy Aldis Hudginson, Hodginson, whatever his name is, uh, that young boy who plays Adam Smasher, Mr. Netflix. One girl who plays Cyclone. Who was on one of the worst shows I've ever seen. That, that show I didn't finish. She was on Trinkets. I that know, came on Netflix, that. and I was not a fan. Then we got her. I'm pretty sure that was her, because it was her. It was a girl that played Negasonic Teenage Warhead or whatever from Deadpool. Oh, yeah. I ain't hearing none. Even though I felt like that uh, uh, Mandalorian episode I just watched, or the, the newest one, I felt like that was her in like a... Just grown up, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, like, what would you think would most likely be the case? A Justice Society movie, Shazam three, or Black Adam two, where we see this this tease coming to fruition? I could see it either in a Shazam three. None of this stuff is happening. I could either see it in a Shazam three or Justice Society. That Black Adam, that ship sailed because The Rock would want it where it's about him and he's beating them all up. That whole new team. <laughs> And you can't you can't do that with a Shazam. You could just make him like the leader of this team, or being in this team and about that. And the, with the bad guys, Black Adam. Of course, The Rock wouldn't want to play that, but that's what it would be. Or if they did a Justice Society movie, it'd basically be the same thing. Just wouldn't have that Shazam. Maybe they just Shazam through Justice Society. <laughs> could you see a, a world where if like you know that kind of premises played out where Justice Society made more than Justice League? Because, I mean, Justice League set the bar very low. <laughs> I was about to say, that's what makes it difficult. <laughs> they set the bar so low that, that it's so much. Like, I don't think it would make more. I think it would actually make less. <laughs> I think it would actually make less, but... Good. Good. <laughs> but it wouldn't be too far off, and that's sad. Alright, okay, well, from, an angle, from this angle, with Shazam, we all know the first one did well for its budget. And then let's say Black Adam did like it was supposed to do better than the 60 or whatever million more closer to what Dwayne Johnson would think that he should make. (laughs) And then Shazam 2 comes and doesn't do worse than the first one. It actually expands and does better. So it does like 70, 80, 
whatever. So then now you pair all this up for a Justice Society movie where you have to have Henry Cavill come back in some form or fashion. He definitely shouldn't be a part of the team because that just wouldn't make no sense. <laughs> but <laughs> if they, the way you know DC, if they got a cameo, they're going to tease it. Mm-hmm. So they tease the, uh, they tease the Henry Cavill. 60 million. That's high. <laughs> 50. Would, would Black Adam and Shazam all hitting their peak? That their peak prime projected. All right, stats? so so if Shazam two, so it's just for Shazam two to make more than the first one, that'll put it around sixty or something, or sixties, yeah, in the sixties. Then this I can see still making around the same amount because they don't go. DC doesn't go up. We seen what Justice League did. <laughs> it didn't go. It wasn't up. Hey, your boy, uh, on Hodges. <laughs> he don't, he don't give him that uh that bump that extra million over a few million bump. What did Black Adam make? Sixty seven? They go sixty seven? Some some bad. All right, so I'm going. I'll go seventy tops for this. <laughs> Just, with all of them, because they're tired of it. You see what this Shazam's doing in real life? It's pathetic. <laughs> Didn't nobody go see this? <laughs> Right, stay home. They but that that uh, theatrical window better be short for this one. I say the cocaine bear. That thing is already for rent and purchase after two weeks at the movies. Yeah, did well. <laughs> you know, in any in, in any world where you got a debate where Justice Society and a Just, Justice League movie could be even close to each other, it's simply because of how bad Justice League did. That is Justice League: Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Mother Two Jokers. That is Aquaman. Another two jokes. <laughs> they even had a known villain. That movie sucks. Josh Whedon, man, for somebody who made Avengers, he and went Avengers down Age of Ultron. I can't believe he made those. I, like, I don't give him credit for those. I give Kevin Feige all those credit. Yeah, Kevin Feige directed those. I've, and, I've, the, and the actors improv. Yeah, <laughs> he came and said, like, hey, uh, do a couple more scenes and just, just let him play around a little bit. Because he got it. He got a clean track record of some consistency. Josh Whedon, we now going back to your past, and we ain't seeing no consistency because yeah. you've been acting out for a while. Yeah, Mr. Nasty. We can't just be like, hey, Cyborg, you just mad because you got one movie on your filmography, and then you immediately went back to them stages. Dang. Nice. Right, we got to look at a lot more because a lot of people talking. <laughs> All right, now I want to focus in on your boy, Zachary Levi. And I just want to pinpoint him because I know I said that he was annoying in this movie at times, but he was also good. So I want to ask you, for the new DC that James Gunn got going on, if he were to recast Zachary Levi the same way it looks like he's about to do Jason Momoa with Aquaman to uh, Lobo, what do you want to see, or what could you see him do the same thing with Zachary Levi? Like, who we we know he's not coming back at Shazam. So, what could you see him if he just was loved by James Gunn so much that he had to come back again for something? What character in his new DC universe that he's got going on could he come back as? And if he somehow made it back on the good side and got recast in the MCU, because now his character is dead. I ain't having her. I ain't doing no hypothetical on Zachary Levi and MCU. Yeah, you ain't, gonna, <laughs> you ain't then, even gonna give him a lower tier. Uh, I can't. Let me just try to think of a character. 
who's a CGI character <laughs> that, I can think, that I can think of? <laughs> Is there a, a, a character in Guardians of the Galaxy named Stickman or something he can play? <laughs> he, can, he, can be, he can be one of them characters that be in the background of them type of Guardians movies. No, he can be a scroll. But not like like a henchman scroll. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't even let him come back for Secret Wars as his uh, Thor character? All right, he can do that and they can recreate what happened in it. He and dies he again. Dies again. <laughs> All right, well, then we'll go back over to DC. DC? What? Plastic Man. Gotta be something goofy. Gotta be something silly. He can stretch around and make jokes and stuff, but I prefer not to see him. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm already worried that Ezra is still going to be Flash in the future. If we see Ezra again after this Flash movie. He shouldn't be. I see. Uh, not he. They. Oh, yeah. They. Yeah, but I see uh, Shia LaBeouf is working on a movie right now. With I'm Ezra? Like, no. That would be a disaster. I don't know what would be happening on the set. I always forget that Shia LaBeouf is married to Mia Goth, which that in itself is interesting. Is? I believe so. And it, they, They've been together for a long I think they've been together for a long time. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why you say nothing when he was when FK Twigs and all them people? Let me see. Let me type that in. And make sure I it. now. If I made that up, that's a wild thing to make because <laughs> that's that's me. A golf is a name for you. <laughs> yeah, if you if you don't know horror movie indie horror movies, even though she's a big name in the horror circle, yeah. if you don't know indie horror movies. She's like me. Yeah, Charlotte Buff. What in the world. She's, no wonder she weird. She's she, she just shut up. She be hanging with him all the time. <laughs> she, let me see. When they get married? Yeah, they house a little weird. Let's see. They started dating in 2012. Uh, they got married in 2016. Oh, they've been together for then, a while. Oh, then they then they uh, filed for divorce in 2018, but. They had a baby in 2022. They had a kid together. This That was a silent kid. <laughs> Why isn't she got him on one of these uh, X's and pearls? Because uh, he's in trouble right now. And he has to lay low. I can't keep up with all but this. But John Barenthal interviewed him, and he talked about it, and and now he's trying to slide back into his good graces uh, on no. John Barenthal's show. You got a show? Yes, which feels crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him as, like, the talker. He talks to like rugged type of like <laughs> army people and different warriors and tough guys. That's why he was talking to Shia. This show probably got an episode or at least a segment where they talk about the newest guns that have been released. <laughs> uh, what's the coolest camo accessories that he can add to his wardrobe? Shia met Mia Goth on that Nymphomaniac movie that they did 10 That's years ago. not a movie where I'm like, yo, I'm going to walk out of here with a relationship with somebody. <laughs> that's a... That's a that's a little different. Did I, saw, I say on here that I watched uh, X? No. I don't think, no, I don't I think so. Yeah, I watched that. I didn't get to watch um, Pearl yet, though. X is the much better version. Mm. But people would disagree with me. I need to see that. I want to see uh, Maxine. What's the next one called? Yeah, yeah, Maxine, <laughs> yep. That one is coming out this year. I didn't like how quick he did these two, and then you got to wait a little bit for yeah, it. Yeah, like, I want them in the same year. Just put them all in the same year, then, or a couple months after. But, yeah, hopefully that one's good. But, yeah, X was, I thought that was that was probably one of my favorite movies. Definitely somewhere in the top ten or close to top ten last year. That movie was good. It wasn't as good as I 
thought it was going to be. Also, it's weird seeing um, Jenna Ortega play a cameraman. I don't quite understand. <laughs> like, her, especially her. When I think because I keep thinking about her age and how young she looks. I'm like, she, why would she be? <laughs> she's very young. Yeah, she's young in real life. This was probably filmed two years ago. So why would a teen be? Yeah, her storyline. Her storyline in that movie just makes it a little worrisome about her age. Yeah, let's see. So in real life, she's twenty. I thought she may have been like nineteen. She might have just, when did she turn twenty? September. Oh, so she'll be twenty-one this year. Yeah, so she turned twenty, yeah, but she still feel a little young. They filmed that. Yeah, that movie came out last year. Yeah, she still feel a little young. Yeah, she, she was playing older, probably. Yeah, with them people on that set, she feels yeah, Scott little... Muscutty, uh, Brittany Snow. That's the cats, were you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, X was a good movie. Pearl was cool, but it just I didn't like it as much as X. So I'm curious to see where they take it with Maxine. Um, but okay, well, you said Plastic Man, Plastic Man uh, CGI character, uh, you, so you can't see something big like uh, him playing Superman? Or no, <laughs> he's too old. He's too old to be playing Shazam. James Gunn won't give you a, he won't give you an age for Superman, he's just saying <laughs> it's up in the air right now, maybe like late 20s, mid 30s, yeah, so he, he could. Let's see how Zachary Levi is. I think he's like 41, 42. Probably. Mia Goth was 29, by the way. I didn't look up how... She's very young as well, too. Because <laughs> she was in... Uh, what's that one movie we saw at school? Slither? Slytherin? Oh, yeah, she was in whatever that movie was. <laughs> uh, Zachary Levi's 42. Let me double back to Mia Goth. What's that movie called? It started with an S. I know that much. That movie was called... Or am I thinking of a different actress? Let's And let's <laughs> see, because I also I agreed that she was in it. <laughs> And she wasn't in whatever we're talking about. <laughs> was it that? Maybe it was that one girl who just said she don't act that much no more. She got. Oh, I know who it was. She got like that pale. She also has like a, a very pale, pale face. <laughs> <laughs> pale, weird. What was her name? Emily Browning? No. <laughs> no, that's a different small pale girl. She, <laughs> what was this? She was in that one movie with Zack Snyder with the girls. So oh, yeah. Then who is this pale girl? Is it the girl from Alice which, Wonderland? Which uh, Mia Wachowski? Yeah, I think it's her. Right, yeah, it definitely was her because yeah. she was in the movies back then. Where'd she go? She said she uh, she moved to Australia and she only does indie movies because she did not like Hollywood. Shia LaBeouf's thirty six, by the way. If Mia, why? Okay, it pulled it up for me. Mia Wachowski, my why? They both name was Mia, so it was close. Ooh, she looks. Uh, this was twenty eighteen. She's she's in the Jonathan Majors world because <laughs> she's looking a little older here, and she's thirty three now. So, Yikes. and that movie that we were talking about is called Stoker. <laughs> God, I never guessed. <laughs> Would have never came. I to forgot mind. about that movie. We saw that in a little weird little yeah, like theater. <laughs> it was a, it was a good. I almost said good old days, but that was the in, interesting days. I seen yeah. enemy at that theater, so I got fond moments in that theater. I remember we saw. Uh, Killer Joe, where they had that classic <laughs> chicken scene. <I> like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, like these movies, these movies we've seen are different. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Stoker had a budget of twelve million. That's a, a little high. And a box office of twelve million. 
Keep in mind, uh, Nicole Kidman was in this movie, so I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah so she got up. She got about I wonder how much uh, they paid her to do that stupid AMC commercial. That people be uh, holding, covering their hearts and saluting when she come out and saying it with her like it's, a, like it's the national anthem or the Pledge of Allegiance. I... Alden Enrich was also in Stoker, and I don't remember him in it. So. Oh, was he the main dude? He played Whip Taylor. He wasn't a Stoker. Oh, okay, the Stokers right. was Mia, Matthew Good, Nicole Kidman, Dermot Maroney, Jackie Weaver, Lucas Till was in this from Monster Truck fame or no? Who was oh, in Monster Truck? Yeah, that was that was my boy from uh, uh, MacGyver. Okay, then who's Lucas Till? I think that's him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did that trash Monster Trucks. Lucas Till's thirty two. If anybody's aware, he also played Havoc in uh, the X Men movies. Nah, that's MacGyver. <laughs> I think that's MacGyver. Uh, anyways, what were we talking about? I, I, it went from Zachary Levi to something. I can't. Somebody triggered me a golf. <laughs> so Le- I'm blaming Zach. Zach attack. Uh, Zach. Uh, Lucas Till was also did a voice in Michael Jackson's Halloween. I've never heard this, especially seeing that it came out in 2017. That is Michael. Jackson's hollow uh Brad Garrett was the voice of Bubbles. <gasps> Kiersey Clemens was in this. <laughs> she was the voice of Victoria. What is this? Yeah, this movie was This uh, is a ma- one hour animated television special that premiered on CBS. Oh, so the this was right fairly recent. Michael 2017. Michael Jackson's Halloween. <laughs> yeah, for one, I just don't like hearing people play the voice of Bubbles. I don't know why it just sounds weird. <laughs> Brad Garrett. Uh but also, uh, I did want to share with Shazam, and we'll dive a little bit deeper into this on Archworth and the variants, but Gal Gadot, as we mentioned, she makes a cameo appearance in this movie. They try to tease it at the beginning somewhere where you think he's having dinner with her, but they only show you the backside of her until she turns around and it's the wizard's head on her body. So Dijman Hansu's face on her body. But then the cameo that they've been anticipating throughout the whole movie comes at the very end. After, again, I said this is very spoiler-filled, after you think Shazam is dead. I roll. He dies. Pupil bowling. <laughs> he dies. They put, a, put him in the grave very quickly. And thanks to some, uh, you know, wizard powers and some nonsense goes on. He comes back from the dead, climbs out of the grave. Once he does that, he meets Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. And so she don't do no action. She just basically comes in and just talks, gives him a good little pep talk real quick and keep it pushing like a human version of a Kroger cart. And and there's been some stuff going on on the internets about how they did a deep fake for her for those scenes. Which would be very embarrassing. That really would. <laughs> Just because we don't know when we'll ever see Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman again, or if we we'll ever. won't. It's over. <laughs> it is. It, her run has ended. So we're going to talk about that further again. But I just wanted to share that she wasn't there on the set allegedly, and the director said she wasn't able to make it to Atlanta, and he said the body that was used was the stunt doubles for that restaurant scene. And some of it was used for that scene where Gal Gadot's face was maybe <laughs> thrown on this person's body. That is sad. So I'm just, I just want to point out things about Shazam that ain't good. 
Uh, the movie opens up with him making literal references to knowing that there's other superheroes out there. He says, Aquaman is this person. He's cool, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's a different hero that has a boat on his suit that's fast and cooler than him. Uh, he mentions Batman being cool. He mentions Superman. So he mentions all these characters. Again, firmly placing him in this universe that he will that is dead and that he will be staying dead with and won't be, you know, traveling <laughs> to this other one. But I was thinking that since they keep teasing how the Flash is supposed to reset everything, I'm thinking that in the Flash, because I read the storyline, the Flash is going to seek help from Batman as he's like when he's going to deliver this message or whatever that we see in um Batman versus Superman. He's looking for Ben Affleck's Batman. But as he's traveling through the universe's time or whatever he's doing, he uh, he go he finds the wrong universe, so he finds the wrong Batman. And that Batman that he finds is Michael Keaton's Batman. And so I think he gets stuck there for like a hot second getting his help, blah, 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 blah. So I, my thinking is that once he gets through everything, you know, once we get to the end of the movie, somehow he's going to, this Shazam that we know is going to somehow end up in the timeline that we're going to move forward with that has a Superman that's already established, uh, you know, because Superman legacy, the the Batman who has a Batman and Robin. Somehow I think they're going to, this Shazam is going to do something goofy and end up in this universe. So if you had to put a percentage, even though we feel that Shazam ain't coming back, if you had to put a percentage on the likelihood that we'll see Zachary Levi Shazam in James Gunn. Zero. It's <laughs> over for him. Look at the numbers that that man pulled in. He's not even. He's not there's it. not a chance. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> not a chance. It is over. They're like, it's over for The Rock. It's done. <laughs> All right, if we could see between. Shazam. If James Gunn does something, he's just on some tomfoolery. He don't care. I, I don't take it as serious. Yeah, he's, he's just doing anything. But if it's how it should be, it should be a zero percent chance we see him. Are you you think it's a higher zero than Dwayne Johnson's zero, or you think Dwayne Johnson got a higher zero? Because if there's a chance he comes back, then why start this universe over? Just keep going. Just keep making a mess and smashing stuff together. It's already weird. You got Viola Davis back. <laughs> so if, you, if you're not starting it over, then just then, then he'd be back. Everybody be back then. Gal Gadot, let her come back. Let Henry Cavill come back. <laughs> Makes no sense. Shazam is a mess. There's no there, if Henry Cavill's not coming back. Zachary Levi is absolutely not coming back. Maybe James Gunn and Zachary Levi are like boys. He's already uh, James Gunn is already having to defend putting his wife in movies, <laughs> which I don't understand why he responds to some of these, some of these people. He should just stop but, just work. But maybe he likes Zachary Levi and wants to, you know. It's over. That's the last we've seen of him. <laughs> I just can't get over how. I'm about lazy. to name this episode the last we see of. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like R.I.P. Shazam. Something like we need we need to have like a moment of silence for Shazam. Y'all got y'all's it's hopes over. up high. With that first one, y'all was like, "Ooh, I can't wait for Shazam 2. And then we get Shazam two, and there's crickets out there. We still talking about Creed three before we talk about the new release of Shazam. Creed three is about to create a universe off of a third movie. Shazam thinks it's about to about to do the same thing. Shazam's done. <laughs> Shazam's dead. <laughs> Black Adam's gone. 
the D, the Rock did maybe the Rock didn't lie when he said the DC universe is about to change us with the power shifting as we know it. Because boy, did it! Yeah, it shifted, but it had nothing to do with. You. Well, you might have had something to do with it, but he he pushed it because he's the one who forced Henry Cavill into this movie. Henry Cavill did it. They look stupid together. You need a thirty for thirty on just that whole situation of. Henry Cavill coming back, all the stuff that he put to the side or just the inside meetings or the phone calls that Dwayne Johnson and Henry Cavill were having. They were probably FaceTiming each other, getting all giddy about the excitement of Superman versus Black Adam <laughs> just for it to end up this way. You know what? In honor of this being the morning of Shazam, I think we should make this the shortest Heavy Eyes episodes episode so far <laughs> and just end it off with a moment of silence for Shazam because it's just... There's really no point in wasting any more time diving into the movie. I say it was a surprise, but I don't ever plan on watching this movie again. It's over. So let's just let's just put it in the ground, leave it where it needs to be, and we'll do the same thing for The Flash. Hopefully we do the same thing for Aquaman. For some reason, I feel excited about The Flash, because that's like theatric bad. Like, this, this is going to be theatric. <laughs> like, this is a spectacle. <laughs> like, I can't. There's so much stuff on the line. And first of all, headline by Ezra, who's a full-on yeah, mess. Messing his, <laughs> messing his own, all their them, own, right? All the Batmans and all the storyline and three, two to three Ezra's. <laughs> Two to three of them of heart of them. Too much <laughs> for one. But yeah, you bringing Michael Keaton along for this. Michael Keaton don't deserve this. Yeah, he already, he already suffered with Morbius. He did the Morbius thing. He took one for the team. Embarrassed, embarrassed himself. He walked away clean. Ain't nobody be bringing up his name being in Morbius. And now he got to do this. Like, Y'all are trying to ruin all the characters that I like playing in comic book movies. <laughs> and then Ben Affleck, you know he's. He's one bad things, bad something away from going back to drinking. Again. Yeah, he's been on edge. Please, everybody, go watch Air when that come out. My man, is on, he was at the All Star Game. He was at the Grammys, looking grumpy at the All Star Game, looking like this is the last thing he feel like doing. That man is with Jennifer Lopez, and you would think that they just shot Geely together. The way his attitude. Be. Why they make a? They should just make a second one. On their budget, they're both rich. Make a low budget Geely two. That may actually be entertaining. I, 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 I still want to go back and watch the first one again because that was how long that. We, nah, we can't watch that on the um, yeah, show. That was one that's too long, too long, too boring. <laughs> yeah, I just be sitting, be sitting there in silence. I go, this is as bad as when we remember it when we didn't finish it. When that movie come out because we watched Dreamcatcher that night too. <laughs> And I, the fact that I can rattle that movie off Also, the two kids just sitting here watching two... <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, depending on you know what we was feeling at the time, and I'd bring home some weird movies. Mm -hmm. I think I fell asleep on Dream... It was 2003. That's what I thought it was. Dreamcatcher. I remember that like it was yesterday. Not really. <laughs> Thomas Jane. Morgan Freeman. 20 years ago. <laughs> we were little. That is insane. That movie has a 28% Rotten Tomato score. I can't believe it. <laughs> Jason Lee. Not the who the new Jason Lee You're is. You're a boy. Jason Lee, the dude that used to be a skateboarder and the star of My Name is Earl. I'm sure yeah. that was funny. Not the tea spilling queen Jason Lee that you're <laughs> a fan of. No. Uh, Hold on, let me see how long Geely was. I want to say about two hours and six minutes is my uh, my guess. It was Geely. two hours. <laughs> a 6% Rotten Tomato score. I can't believe there was somebody that liked it. Pitiful. It was probably a reluctant like. Like, eh, it wasn't that bad. 
It was it was two hours and a minute. That was close. Also, the budget was seventy six million. <gasps> that bad boy on what made seven million dollars this year. Was he not? <laughs> they, they <had> no pull. Because <laughs> Daredevil didn't come out yet, right? Daredevil came out what two thousand four. Let me see. Ben Affleck's fifty, by the way. Uh, let's see. This, this is the ages episode. <laughs> right. Granted, I can't believe I can't remember if I was saying ages on the other show or not. Um, filmography. I scroll down and I see Me Too allegations. <laughs> that was the headline of it. Um, okay. 2003, boy, did he have him a year. <laughs> Daredevil. Oh, okay. That was, that was a year off. Geely. Paycheck. Oh, he was just, he was throwing him out there. He did three, mo- see, his three movies he did in a year is way different than when Jim Carrey pulled out three classics in a year when he did Mass Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. That yeah. man had Mass Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura in one year. That's great. <laughs> this <laughs> man, but this man had Paycheck, G. Lee, and Daredevil. What's up? <laughs> like mash me, and then uh, I can. S- and then the following year, he has Surviving Christmas and Jersey Girl. This is where things were starting to look a little bit bad for Ben. And then he tried to take a little time off and came back with Clerks Two, then Hollywoodland, and this is where things were a little shaky for Ben. This is where we started giving him a lot of credit for the town and Argo. Then he double back. Gone, baby, gone. I right, people like that. Movie. Um, he's just not that into you. Stay to play. Let's get to the town. When do we get to the town? Extract with Jason Bateman, the town, 2010. Okay, there we go. The town, just to put it in perspective, is seven years after all his yeah, bad movies started. That's why it was such a. I was like, oh, Netflix did a good movie. The Company Man, Argo. Did he want an Oscar for Argo? Runner, runner, with your boy JT. Yeah, no, that was that was that was supposed to be something. It was nothing. Gone Girl. Yeah, see that. And then that's when he started getting. Into, that's when he started playing Batman two years later. So he didn't really have like a strong trajectory going into Batman. No wonder people were looking at it with a side it eye. It was the Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Then that. He was like, huh? <laughs> Gone Girl is a classic. Yep. Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, The Counting. We all know these movies he's doing now. Ben Affleck. Triple Frontier. Can't forget Triple Frontier. I have to go through and rank my 10 best Ben Affleck movies because it's starting to seem a little bit tougher than I would originally I see. So, Gone Girl? That's a clear one. I'll the put Town? Ta- I'll put Town of Two. Right out. <laughs> and then right out. Because, I mean, you can get into the uh, the, 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 the Goodwill Hunting, so if you want to. Nah, I ain't interested in going that far. Uh, Armageddon? Nah, I ain't Reindeer Games? Pearl Harbor? Nah. Daredevil, then. And that's where I see it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it from 2003. Okay, from 2003 and up. Uh, Daredevil? Geely, right. Paycheck, Surviving Christmas, Jersey Girl, <laughs> right. Electra. All right now, I got Daredevil. That was the director's cut only. No, thank you. Uh, to both. Man About Town. I'm still with Daredevil at three. Clerks two, Hollywood Land. I, I will put Clerks two at three now, and then Daredevil. <laughs> Smoking Aces, 
I would put Smoke and Aces at three, then Clerks two, then Daredevil. So I got See, the five. He wasn't in Gone, baby, Gone. So right, we <laughs> moving on from that one. Uh, he's just not that into you. I would put that after. If we're gonna keep it funky, I'd probably watch that again before Daredevil. So I put Daredevil <laughs> at six. Uh, at five. State of play. Nah. Extract. Nah. We set the town. The company men. Nah. Argo. I had to put Argo at, what did I put at two? I already forget. Smoking Aces? Two was no, down. Okay, I'll put I'll put Argo at three. Uh, to the Wonder, a movie I just don't know what that is. I don't know. Uh, runner, Runner. Probably put that at a, <laughs> put that, so I'll put that behind Smoking Aces. We said Gone Girl, uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. I would probably still <laughs> prefer to watch that over Daredevil, so I guess I'll put that right ahead of Daredevil. Uh, Suicide Squad. He was uncredited. See, then I have to. I already forget my DC list, so I don't know <laughs> which is better. So I guess I'll have to put Suicide Squad ahead of Batman vs Superman. The Accountant. Accountant was good, so I would put the Accountant. I'll put that before Argo, so I'll put that at like three. Live by night. That was trash. So <laughs> that goes below. I'm gonna put that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go ahead and put that smack dab at the bottom. Justice League. I want to say I'll probably watch Daredevil over that. So, no, yeah, Geely's at smack dab at the bottom. Put live free or whatever by night and then put Justice League. Triple Frontier. I would put that right above Daredevil. Um, Jaden Silent Bob reboot. The last thing he wanted. I didn't watch that. Uh, the Way Back. I didn't watch it. Oh, that's that basketball movie. I forgot he about was drinking. Uh, the Snyder Cut. I would put that probably after or right after Argo. So that'll probably be like five, I think. The last duel with him and uh, Matt Damon playing swords. <laughs> the Tinder Bar. Hey, watch that. Deep Water. I watched that. That stunk. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably put that just because I, I like, what's her name? I'll put that somewhere ahead of. Um, Somewhere right below, like the Justice Leagues, so but above, like the G Leagues and the Live by Nights, so somewhere down there, like eight ish. And Clerks Three, that's his last movie he was in. I ain't see that yet, even though I got my girl, uh, my the homie. What's her name? Rosario. Yeah, your filmography is a little uh, challenging, I'll say. Well. Hey, right, well, <laughs> before we uh, spend even more time getting away from Shazam, because that's how forgettable this property is. Shazam! I just want everybody out there to take a moment of silence and just just use this time to forget about Shazam as we just move forward in life. So, R.I.P. to Shazam. You gave it your best shot, Zachary Levi, I assume, but I can't really tell. David Cranberg, whatever the director's name is. Go back to horror movies, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, this has been Heavy Eyes. We've been talking about Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Don't let this enticing review go 
go out there and make you see the movie, don't go see it. I don't care. Just and you already didn't see it. Yeah, so save your time. Go play pickleball or something. It don't matter. <laughs> oh, goodbye. <laughs>